0: section seven of satan's diary by Leonid andreyev translated by herman bernstein this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by caroline section seven february twenty first nineteen fourteen rome villa orsini cardinal x the closest friend and confidant of the pope has paid me a visit he was accompanied by two abbes in general he is a personage whose attentions to me have brought me no small measure of prestige i met his eminence in the reception-hall of my new palace toppy was dancing all about the priests snatching their blessings quicker than a lover does the kisses of his mistress six devout hands hardly managed to handle one devil grown pious and before we had reached the threshold of my study he actually contrived to touch the belly of the cardinal what ecstasy cardinal x speaks all the european languages and out of respect for the stars and stripes and my billions he spoke english he began the conversation by congratulating me upon the acquisition of the villa orsini and told me its history in detail for the past two hundred years this was quite unexpected very long at times confusing and unintelligible so that i was compelled like a real american ass to blink constantly but this gave me an opportunity to study my distinguished and eminent visitor he is not at all old he is broad-shouldered well-built and in good health he has a large almost square face an olive skin with a bluish tinge upon his shaven cheeks and his thin but beautiful hands reveal his spanish blood before he dedicated himself to god cardinal x was a spanish grandee and duke but his dark eyes are too small and too deeply set beneath his thick eyebrows, and the distance between the short nose and the thin lips is too long. All this reminds me of someone, but of whom? And what is this curious habit I have of being reminded of someone? Probably a saint? for a moment the cardinal was lost in thought and suddenly i recalled yes this is simply a shaven monkey this must be its sad boundless pensiveness its evil gleam within the narrow pupil but in a moment the cardinal laughed jested and gesticulated like a neapolitan Lazzarone he was no longer telling me the history of the palace he was playing he was interpreting it in facial expression and dramatic monologue he has short fingers not at all like those of a monkey and when he gesticulates he rather resembles a penguin while his voice reminds me of a talking parrot who are you anyhow no a monkey he is laughing again and i observe that he really does not know how to laugh it is as if he had learned the human art of laughter but yesterday he likes it but experiences considerable difficulty in extracting it from his throat the sounds seem to choke him it is impossible not to echo this strange contagious laughter but it seems to break one's jaws and teeth and to petrify the muscles it was really remarkable i was fascinated when cardinal x suddenly cut short his lecture on the villa orsini by a fit of groaning laughter which left him calm and silent his thin fingers played with his rosary he remained quiet and gazed at me with a mien of deepest reverence and gentle love something akin to tears glistened in his dark eyes i had made an impression upon him he loved me what was i to do i gazed into his square ape-like face kindliness turned to love love into passion and still we maintained the silence another moment and i would have stifled him in my embrace well here you are in rome mr wondergood sweetly sang the old monkey without altering his loving gaze here i am in rome i agreed obediently continuing to gaze upon him with the same sinful passion and do you know mr wondergood why i came here it in addition of course to the pleasure i anticipated in making your acquaintance i thought and with my gaze unchanged replied for money your eminence the cardinal shook as though flapping his wings laughed and slapped his knee and again lost himself in loving contemplation of my nose this dumb reverence to which i replied with redoubled zest began to wield a peculiar influence upon me i purposely tell you all this in detail in order that you may understand my wish at that moment to begin cavorting about to sing like a cock to tell my best arkansas anecdote or simply to invite his eminence to remove his regalia and play a game of poker your eminence i love americans mr wondergood Your eminence, in Arkansas, they tell a story. Ah, I see. You want to get down to business. I understand your impatience. Money matters should never be postponed. Is that not so? It depends entirely upon one's concern in these matters, your eminence the square face of the cardinal grew serious and in his eyes there gleamed for a moment a ray of loving reproach i hope you are not vexed at my long dissertation mr wondergood i love so much the history of our great city that i could not forego the pleasure the things you see before you are not rome there is no rome mr wondergood once upon a time it was the eternal city but to-day it is simply a large city and the greater it grows the further it is from eternity where is that great spirit which once illumined it i shall not narrate to you all the prattle of this purple parrot his gently cannibal look his grimaces and his laughter all that the old shaven monkey told me when it finally grew weary was your misfortune is that you love your fellow-beings too much love your neighbor well let neighbors love each other go on teaching that but why do you want to do it when one loves too well one is blind to the shortcomings of the beloved and still worse one elevates these faults into virtues how can you reform people and make them happy without realizing their shortcomings or by ignoring their vices when one loves one pities and pities the death of power you see i am quite frank with you mr wondergood and i repeat love is weakness love will get the money out of your pocket and will squander it en rouge leave love to the lower classes let them love each other demand it of them but you you have risen to greater heights gifted with such power but what can i do your eminence i am at a loss to understand it all from my childhood on especially in church i have had it drummed into me that one must love his neighbour and i believed it and so the cardinal grew pensive like laughter pensiveness was becoming to him and rendered his square face immovable filling it with dignity and lonely grief leaning forward with his lips compressed and supporting his chin upon his hand he fixed his sharp sleepy eyes upon me there was much sorrow in them He seemed to be waiting for the conclusion of my remark, and not having patience to do so, sighed and blinked. Childhood, yes, he mumbled, still blinking sorrowfully. Children, yes, but you are no longer a child. Forget this lesson. You must acquire the heavenly gift of forgetfulness, you know he gnashed his white teeth and significantly scratched his nose with his thin finger continuing seriously but it's all the same mr wondergood you yourself cannot accomplish much yes yes one must know people to make them happy isn't that your noble aim but the church alone knows people she has been a mother and teacher for thousands of years her experience is the only one worth while and i may say the only reliable one as far as i know your career mr wondergood you are an experienced cattleman and you know of course what experience means even in the matter of handling such simple creatures as—as swine? He was startled, and suddenly began to bark, to cough, to whine. He was laughing again. Swine! That's fine, that's splendid, Mr. Wondergood, but do not forget that one finds the devil, too, in swine seizing his laughter he proceeded in teaching others we learn ourselves i do not contend that all the methods of education and training employed by the church were equally successful no we often made mistakes but every one of our mistakes served to improve our methods we are approaching perfection mr wondergood we are approaching perfection i hinted at the rapid growth of rationalism which it seemed to me threatened to destroy the perfection of the church but cardinal x again flapped his wings and almost screeched with laughter rationalism you are a most talented humorist mr wondergood tell me was not the celebrated mark twain a countryman of yours yes yes rationalism just think a moment from what root is this word derived and what does it mean ratio amnescis mi filis quantilla sapientia ah my dear wondergood to speak of ratio on this earth is more out of place than it would be to speak of a rope in the home of a man who has just been hanged i watched the old monkey enjoying himself and i enjoyed myself too i studied his mixture of a monkey parrot penguin fox wolf and what not and it was really funny i love merry suicides for a long time we continued our fun at the expense of ratio until his eminence calmed himself and assumed the tone of a teacher as anti-semitism is the socialism of fools and are you familiar i told you we are approaching perfection so is rationalism the wisdom of fools the wise man goes further the ratio constitutes the holiday dress of a fool it is the coat he dons in the presence of others but he really lives sleeps works loves and dies without any ratio at all do you fear death mr wondergood i did not feel like replying and remained silent you need not feel shamed mr wondergood one should fear death as long as there is death the features of the monkey's face suddenly contracted and in his eyes there appeared horror and wrath as if some one had seized him by the back of his neck and thrust him into the darkness and terror of a primeval forest he feared death and his terror was dark evil and boundless i needed no words of explanation and no other evidence one look upon this distorted befogged and confused human face was sufficient to compel reverence for the great irrational and how weak is their steadiness my wondergood also grew pale and cringed ah the rogue he was now seeking protection and help from me will you have some wine your eminence but his eminence was himself again he curved his thin lips into a smile and shook his head in the negative and suddenly he broke out again with surprising fury and as long as there is death the church is unshakable let all of you who seek to undermine her tear her and blow her up you cannot conquer her and even if you should succeed in destroying her the first to perish beneath her ruins would be yourselves who will then defend you against death who will give you sweet faith in immortality in eternal life the everlasting bliss believe me mr wondergood the world is not seeking your ratio it is all a misunderstanding but what does it seek your eminence what does it want mundus vult decipi you know our latin the world wants to be fooled and the old monkey again grew merry begun to wink to beam with satisfaction slapped his knee and burst into laughter i also laughed The rascal was so funny. And is it you, said I, who wants to fool it? The cardinal again grew serious, and replied sadly, The Holy See needs funds, Mr. Wondergood. The world, while it has not grown rational, has become weaker in its faith, and it is somewhat difficult to manage it he sighed and continued you are not a socialist mr wondergood ah do not be ashamed we are all socialists now we are all on the side of the hungry the more satisfied they will be the more they will fear death you understand he flung out his arms and drew them in again like a net filled with fish and said we are fishermen mr wondergood humble fishermen and tell me do you regard the desire for liberty as a virtue or a vice the entire civilized world regards the desire for liberty as a virtue i replied angrily i expected no other reply from a citizen of the united states but don't you personally believe that he who will give man limitless freedom will also bring him death death alone releases all earthly ties and don't you regard the words freedom and death as synonymous i speak of political liberty of political liberty oh we have no objection to that you can have as much as you please of that of course provided men themselves ask for it are you sure they really want it if they do please help yourself it is all nonsense and calumny to say that the holy see is in favour of reaction i had the honor to be present on the balcony of the vatican when his holiness blessed the first french aeroplane that appeared over rome and the next pope i am sure will gladly bless the barricades the time of galilee has passed mr wondergood and we all know now that the earth does move he drew a circle in the air with his finger indicating the revolution of the earth i said you must permit me to think over your proposal your eminence cardinal X jumped up from his chair and gently touched my shoulder with two of his aristocratic fingers oh i am not hurrying you my good mr Wondergood." it was you who were hurrying me i am even convinced that you will at first refuse me but when after some little experience you will have realized the real needs of man i too love man mr wondergood to be sure not so passionately and he departed with the same grimaces bearing himself with dignity and dispensing blessings all about him i saw him again through the window at the entrance of the palace while the coachman was bringing up the carriage he was speaking into the ear of one of his abbés, whose face resembled a black plate the cardinal's countenance no longer reminded me of a monkey. It was rather the face of a shaven, hungry, tired lion. This able actor needed no dressing- room for his make- up. Behind him stood a tall lackey, all dressed in black, reminding one of an English baronet. Whenever his eminence turned about in his direction, he would respectfully lift his faded silk hat End of section seven